All right, y'all, it's spring, and you know what that means. It's time to start planning our summer festival traveling. Yep, it's time to get into my Airbnb bag cross-country, a.k.a. uh, time to visit my homes all across the country. And you know what I never think about? Why not list my own spot on Airbnb and host some folks at my house? I mean, my house is cute. Yes, let's make money while we're spending money. Just trying to help you out, man, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Questlove Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is another episode of Questlove Supreme. I am your host, Questlove. Questlove's taking over. How you doing, Laia? Laia's got a man at home. (laughs) Uh, If you're doing that, I'm just... This would have been uh, a a hell of a time to have our theme back. I know, I know. We just have to change platforms and, you know, get six people to change uh, links and things sometimes. It's a process. Uh, Or, yeah, just maybe try it next episode all right so you you got a man uh uh good to know anything else he's so good to me uh any other any other uh no you just got two songs all right all right i got more this is that's the same song i know this is the same song uh steve how are you bro i got no man (laughs) all right well you know there's there's always tomorrow bro unpaid bill man i'm good Good to see you, bro. I I, I uh, have to congratulate you on your uh, oh. your work on Broadway. I saw Anne Juliet. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's stellar work sure. as always. This is a good time to say we're uh, going to be in New York at the end of the month. So uh, hold those tickets, Bill. Hold those yeah, seats. Let's do that. We should okay. figure out a date where everybody can go, and we should do that. Good. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Great field Love trip. That. Field trip for the crew. Uh, Fontigula, what's up, bro? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. I'm chilling. Sexy lights down there. I see. Yeah, you know, hey, Shante Moore's in, man. I had to make the ambiance right. I know, right? Even, you know, I'm, well, I'm just Pull out the candlelight. I got uh, more. Come on, where we go? Uh, here you go. So I, I will say that uh, our illustrious guest today, for at least the, the for the last three decades, has been uh, blessing us with their angelic voice. I would assume four octave range, the ability to break glass, if you will, getting high up there. I, I wish I had that gift. Starting with her debut album on MCA, Precious, of course, uh, featuring the classic Loves Taking Over. I love that. At wow, they sing that all the time. Not to mention uh, album after album, Love Supreme, you know, uh, Moment is Mine, Exposed, and a slew of others. She's also literally worked, I'll say, with 
every producer like her collaboration list is almost wow i i hope we get a lot of stories out of this from george duke to bb winans to jam and lewis to keith krauts to kipper jones to tricky stewart brian loren rodney jerkins jermaine dupree robin thick tim and bob philly's own james i'm gonna call him poisoner because he hates when i add the letter n to his name <laughs> uh junius burfine daryl simmons tim and bob carvin and ivan wow. fred hammond Raphael Sadiq, Kwame, Brian, Michael Cox, of course, even worked with uh, Boys to Men, El DeBarge, the Isley Brothers, um, won a grip of awards and plaques, and she's giving us the honor today to recap her career and her story and her journey on our platform, the award-winning Questlove Supreme. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to our show, Shante Moore. How are you? I'm doing great. I You name people I forgot. God, I worked with. That's how long that and crazy that list was. The only thing I will say about that is I'm going to start with I've only won one award and I got it this year. No, excuse me, this past year for Christmas. In It was supposed to be in 1997. But my husband, Stephen, mm-hmm. found the Waiting to Exhale soundtrack of the year award for the american music awards it was the entire album but he gave it to me for christmas it's the only award i have you're trying to tell me for 25 years this award's been m.i.a yes no one ever gave it to me no one ever said anything about it no one ever called me and said hey congratulations you won or get up on stage and do and be nothing nothing ever he found it and gave it to me where do you say that because we at Questlove Supreme are still waiting for our Webby hmm. Award from our first right. year, but anyway. Yeah. Twenty years, we got hope. You need you need Stephen Hill. That's what you need. Stephen Hill does it. Shout out to Stephen brother Stephen Hill. Hill. Uh, Stephen Stephen just reminded me that when when his episode was done, that was a very dark day, in which uh, <laughs> the the forty fifth president was just getting a. Uh, ushered mm. into office and it was a very dark day and now here we are you're here on the day that that same person got indicted and arrested so <laughs> that's very special very special, special moment full special. circle moment full very circle you are all right so um my very first question to you is well what the hell is going on between the sheets of my home playing Speaking of corn. Oh, that was good. <laughs> you dug. Was- well, first of all, where were you born? I want to know about your childhood. Where, where, where is the city in which? I was born in San, Fran- San Francisco, California. I have lived in California my whole life. San Francisco first, San Diego next, Sacramento, and then Los Angeles for the last thirty-two years or so. I'm only eight years old, so you do the calculation. <laughs> I've not he- heard you use the term "hella" yet, so I don't know if I believe that. It's the truth. Really, I am. I am a California girl, and I color my roots because I will not accept my age yet. <laughs> Even though my children are all bigger than me, and my son ah. will be twenty on the tenth of April, and my daughter will be twenty-seven on the twenty-seventh of September. Wow. Don't Wait, tell what? me how old your daughter is because that will mess me up. But I was eight when I had her, so right. there you go. Right. I uh, see. Okay. Yeah. See. See. 
30 years in the business. I was eight. Yes, I was eight. I mean, you look at so fucking. <laughs> you look Same. amazing. Thank you. I, you know what? I feel good and I'm really happy to not feel the age that, that it keeps telling me. I'm going to just keep holding on to what I feel. Uh, what do you do I, to keep staying that way? I'm just curious. What you what you do to maintain that? Well, Rock said that money was the best lotion. What is what is truly yeah. the best lotion? Joy and peace. Um, love. Yeah. Cause because if you're not at peace, all that stuff just makes you frown and makes I don't care what kind of Botox you got, you still be just angry looking. I just feel like the joy of life and loving my children and loving love and loving life and loving music still and being able to still do that for a living is a hugest blessing I've ever the fact that I'm on here I mean I know you guys are saying like give me my flowers but I read on Quest Love's podcast I I'm tripping that I'm still I was gonna say here in America here in the industry <laughs> and I get to do what I love to do for a living it is mind-blowing it's mind blowing. That's awesome. Oh my! Okay. I still yeah. get nervous about it. It's still, I feel like calm myself. I'm going, it's okay. Everything's good. I'm good. I'm yeah. Right. For for some of your fans though, we feel like you. This is where you belong, and you should always feel like that. Like yeah. this should be a you know comfortable place. Like I said, one of the best voices of our time. Yes. Yeah. I'm still trying to just absorb that and accept it without going. Uh, you know, it's like okay. Ah, an Aquarius. Another a reluctant. Uh, receiver yeah now now i'm not in that position great thank you <laughs> can you tell me what your first musical memory was <laughs> you know what i don't remember the song but i remember the time zone what i did every day at home was dance and sing to music i wasn't allowed to listen to anything other than gospel music until i was like 12 or 13 when my brother turned 18. Right. Then you started sneaking and listening. No, my brother turned 18 and my parents let him listen to music that wasn't gospel in the garage. So I heard Prince for the first time. I heard Minnie Ripperton for the first time and everything else like that had already come before from the four tops to the everybody to the Supremes, everyone. Stevie Wonder. I never heard any of these people before my brother turned Wait, what? 18. Wait, were you in the Seventh Day Adventist household? No, I was a Christian, but um, my dad's a preacher, evangelist, and my mother was a sing is uh, was she passed on when I was uh, 1993. Okay, I think it was 1992 or three. Um, she passed on, so no, we weren't allowed to listen to anything in the house. But I didn't know what I was missing because I was listening to Tremaine Hawkins and Walter Hawkins and Andre Crouch and the first lady I ever heard to do the high notes was a lady named Reba Rambo. I don't know if you ever heard of the Rambos. Most people have not. Mm -mm. Who are the Rambos? They're an old white gospel music singing family and she sang these notes that I, I didn't know anybody else did. I only did the high notes because I couldn't sing it full voice like Tremaine Hawkins. So I was just like, well, I can't do it here. So I'll just jump right up to the high one instead. So that's how it happened. I thought something was wrong with my voice rather than it being a thing that I should be proud of. Okay. Wow. So I was dancing around singing. Usually um, when our guests come on the show, in every strict Christian household, there is at least kind of uh, an exception for Stevie Wonder. 
So you're saying that even Stevie Wonder was too secular to... Anything that wasn't singing, talking about Jesus was not allowed in my house at all. I, I didn't wear pants till I was seven. Wow. Okay. I was in dresses. So don't skin your knees, but go out in that little dress and go play. But don't skin your knees. Just just go play. Were they Baptists or... They were um, Church of God in Christ. And then we were non-denominational. And then I ended up growing up and being apostolic, which is pretty much just as strict with like the makeup thing. But then they kind of evolved. But yeah, so, but I didn't know what I was missing because music surrounded me all the time. My brother's a drummer. My sister's a pianist. She's an artist. She writes. She sings. She was who I wanted to be like. My mother sang. My father is a pianist. Music surrounded me all the time. And, but it was just worship. I didn't know that there were other kinds of music that did other things. You mentioned the um, the illustrious Hawkins family. Yeah. Um, of course, they're from the Bay Area. Have you yeah. ever gotten to see them like in person performing in church in their element? I was at Love Alive 3 what? or 4, whichever one was, don't wait till the battle is over, shout now. I was there. What? They recorded it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I lived in San Francisco. That was up in Oakland. That was right. Describe it. Describe it. I just remember the songs and being like, like the, like the, the sound of screaming and worship. It's such a beautiful, like a ringing in your ear. I don't know. I am, I'm a worshiper at heart. That that's what I love. Like even in my songs, like we talk about, it's all right, but it's all right. It's turned into this thing between me and God. That's, that's about him and me that before the sun rises, I love you more than anybody else loves you. So what I love is that my foundation is that ring, that sound, that that feeling of God's presence in me, surrounding me. So that's what I know as home. That's home for me. In receiving secular music in a trickle-down way and, and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Sneaking and listen to it or whatever. Who did you, well, you mentioned Minnie Ripperton. Can I assume that's why you chose uh, Inside My Love for New York Undercover? They actually chose it for me. Oh, okay. Everyone wants me to sing Minnie all the time because they love Minnie and they love the high notes. Um, so that is why they chose that song. But I was happy to do it. What's funny is the only time I remember hearing a song that I felt like I was sneaking was... Um, Cruising by Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson. I was on my because I used to go to sleep listening to in LA. It's KBRT. It was just symphony, and it was a heart. I'm such an energetic person that my mother found this 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 trigger that if you listen to the symphony music, it will help you lay down, like help you just calm yourself. So I would listen to that, but you know, sometimes I would just like just scooch over just a little bit. And that song came on. And that was the very first song I ever felt like, like, okay, who is this baby tonight? Let's, let's cruise. What'd you say? Oh, you felt it. You're going really? your body. I got like, like, I didn't yeah. understand what that meant. I was like, I'm not sure why I want to fly away and go in your way. I don't know why, but I want to cruise. Um, <laughs> That was the first time I had ever felt like the feeling through a music that wasn't about worship. It was about that emotional, sexual kind of thing. And I was like, oh, but I listened to the whole song before I turned it off. I didn't, so, <laughs> I didn't turn it off. 
what was the first album that you remember freely purchasing without having to look, you know, uh, 360 degrees around to see who's in the earshot? Purchasing or hearing? Purchasing. Purchasing. Good Lord. I didn't have to purchase it, but it was Prince. It was the For You album. It was my brother's. (laughs) So I didn't have to buy it. And just hearing the acapella For You. Oh, the beginning. I was like, it overwhelmed me. Like it, it brought me to tears. I remember crying because his voice was so beautiful. Uh, the whole entire album, it's like it went from all of it. It just, it was a journey that I had never been on before. It was something I had not experienced because he wasn't singing about Jesus, but I felt him in the inside of my heart. And it was so angelic. That is absolutely correct. And then the second was Minnie Ripperton when it was the album when she passed away and it was just her face. Minnie. You mean, yeah. Yeah. When Here We Go was the song. And she had already gone. So I remember crying about that too because it was she had already left earth. And I was like, no, this voice is gone. I, 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 I didn't know how to handle that. To the, yeah, to this day, I don't like listening to Here We Go that much because I remember when WDAS announced her death and they played it like that was the first that was the first death. Like my mom has explained it to me and, you know, I was like eight years old or whatever. So I still didn't mm-hmm. understand the concept of why she felt sad and all that stuff. But, you know, yeah, to this day, even though it's a somewhat. I mean, it's not a sad song, but I guess, you know, especially with like people, Bryson and Roberta singing in the backgrounds, like it, it felt very like ominous and, and spooky somewhat. Yeah. Yo, what's up? This is Fonte, Fontigolo from Team Supreme. Black representation in media is very important to me. I think it's important to have our stories told by people who look like us and who have shared in our common experiences. Some of my earliest influences were Donnie Simpson. Uh, I would also say Tom Joyner, Angela Stribling, uh, Sherry Carter. They were just people who told our stories with a lot of class and dignity and were big inspirations to me. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast, The Center Black Voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. 
make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. So you you mentioned siblings. Are your uh, siblings musically inclined as well? Or yes, I I was the least talented in my family. Who um, you? Me. I was the one that they hushed. My sister sang in the choir um, and led songs. My dad literally had a group called the Larry Moore Singers. His name is Larry Moore. My mother was the leader of that group. My brother was the drummer of that group. They did not allow me to sing. Until? In any of it. Never. They never did. Were you not good? I guess not. (laughs) I mean, but only you know. You know what? I don't know. I, I didn't record anything until I was... 1920, when I, I got signed to to Warner Brothers Records, actually, Benny Medina signed me to Warner Brothers and then oh, dropped wow. me before Somehow my record we knew came that out. was coming, but he did. He Benny. Did. <laughs> it's okay, because it was the best demo ever for MCA Records. Um, right. So that's how I got signed to MCA Records, was my album from right. Warner Brothers. But when did you wow. get the approval from your family that you could sing? Not till I was like 16, um, this lady asked me to be Dorothy in The Wiz, and I thought she mistook me for my sister. We're three years apart, but we looked alike to people. So they were always like, Latan, no, Shantae, no, wait, who, which one is which? Because I'm taller than my sister. She's three years older than me, but I'm she's only 4'11". So she, they were like, oh, she, she asked me, this lady, Miss Brown, asked me to be Dorothy in The Wiz, and I was like... Oh, you mean my sister Latan? And she was like, no, I know who I'm asking. I was like, me? So I was never shy. I was always the goofball. I was always the comedic relief, always the one who was just willing to do like whatever to make my family happy. So whenever I'd sit around, I was always making faces or singing something goofy, but it was always them who sang and them who told me my mom gave me a tape recorder for my birthday, one of them and said, go in there in your room and sing into that. And so you can hear how bad you sound, but I never took it as a negative. They didn't say it like, Oh God, but it was just, just, just go over there. And I didn't care. I don't know why 
But I think that's part of the preparation for being in this industry is having a tough skin on the outside, but still staying tender on the inside. Are you competitive, though? I mean, not competitive, like, but like, I'll sue them. Are you driven? I am. I was in beauty pageants, yeah, as a young woman as well. From uh, 13 on, I did from my 13 to 17. I did beauty pageants. Actually, the first beauty pageant I did, Kiki Shepard's mother and Von Shepard and and, and uh, Von, Von Gretchen Shepard mm-hmm. were my teachers of all the like little things of making sure you did this and this is where that fork is and that war- and you walk this way. So I modeled before I sang. I'm sorry, that just fucked me up real quick. That's why Kiki could like. Oh, that is who oh, she. That oh. is who she is and who she taught me to be. When she I from modeled, the Bay Area? Like, it was in San Diego. Is where I met okay. Kiki. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So I did the Wiz and when I was singing in one of the rehearsals. Back to the original question. Uh, I was singing home for pra- and practicing it with the guy on the keyboard as I was practicing. And my mom and my sister looked at me and they were like, when did you learn how to sing? And I was like, huh? I know how to sing. <laughs> Damn. I can, sing. I can do it. It was home. Awesome. Wow. So I was 16 when that happened. How do you go from there to uh, recording and making a demo for Warner Brothers? I had a boyfriend at the time when I was... 1918 that heard me sing and he was like you have got to sing and I was like yeah no I'm really not that good he was like yeah you are you were like the next Whitney Houston and I was like no 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 because to me it was she has a different kind of voice than I have so that's why when people say I can sing oh you're one of the best singers of my brain goes to the absolute best to me in my mind. And I don't measure up to that. But what I've learned with this older age thing that I've got to be me and that's it. That's all I have to be is me. And I don't have to have the range of Patti LaBelle and Shaka Khan. I don't have to have that because Sade is Sade in Sade's lane and she is the best Sade there will ever be. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't even dance. She just does these moves that we go, oh, oh yes, ooh. when she does move. Oh. Right. You know, and it's perfect because she knows who she is. And that is what I'm learning to appreciate about myself is just be who I am. I see other people saying it and I'm like, don't even, don't, don't. I literally have to shut my ears and my eyes and just embrace my tone and that I don't have to do a lot of runs to give you my heart through my music. Because that's what I want to do is encourage people and give you my heart mm-hmm. through my music. So that women and men, everybody knows they're not alone. Because my, my heart has been broken. My heart has been left alone. I've been sad. I've been happy. I've been all of these things. And the only thing that separates me from you is, is this body. I'm just like you. I'm the girl next door that you don't think is home, but I'm so home every night <laughs> until I met Steven. And so that's where I thrive is just being okay with me. With the Warner Brothers thing, you talk about your transition to MCA Records. I want to ask you particularly about Lil Silas Jr. He was just someone that, um, you know, we had people on the show that have kind of talked about him, but uh, just, I just wanted to just talk about him. Like, what was he like? What his influence? How was he as a businessman? Um, Because he was just really just a a giant in the game uh, at that time. You know, he was so excited about me. And he made me more excited about me than I was. 
the thing about Lul is that he was like a bulldog. And to me, the thing that was his ruin is because he was very jerkly, very, very, very jerkly. And so he would like bark at everybody, not at me, but at everybody else. Like he was like, like he just had such, yeah, he had such a, um, it's that it's that edgy thing. Like he didn't know how to bring people in with that sugar and honey instead of the anger. Nuance. Yeah, it was just not. They call that trauma. The kids they call that trauma. It really was to me his his Achilles heel because had he not had if he learned how to deal with people better, people at his office and the people who were in charge of the future of Lul because he had done so much in the industry and he was. Such a good guy. But in the end, when it was time for him to reap the benefits of being such a genius musically, because he had been so unkind to people, I think, or just Mm -hmm. chopping heads off a little too quickly or Mm -hmm. just barking too loudly, I think people didn't reciprocate enough. And he he died a very, very sad person because of that. It was too soon. It was too soon. Was it like cardiac arrest or? He had diabetes, I believe it was. And he wasn't taking good care of himself. And, you know, I had to always be like, okay, listen, you, you know, and tell him to do better at taking care of himself. But he made my heart hurt because all the people he put on, you, you would think like when his MCA days were over that they would have put him on like big time. But I think he kind of didn't keep the relationships like he could have or should have. But you talked about your voice, but I, I want to know, well, one, how did you finally master your whistle tone? And what is the process? <laughs> Even now, like if you're performing on stage, is it is it a daredevil jump every time? Like, is it, <clears throat> okay, do I have the voice that... Am I going to make it? Is is it going to hit the the? Because you, if you do it, you have to hit the target, spot on. I think like, Melba yeah. talked about that. Are there moments where like, like you got to work your way up, <laughs> work your way up to it, or get some tea? I always have hot water and honey before I sing. Always, not tea. Tea is a diuretic and make you have to go to the bathroom. Um, and I don't want to be interrupted during that hour, hour and a half of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and tea can also be drying um, to my throat. So I have hot water and honey with me all of the time. Um, it is always a must. And you would think it'd be easy for every promoter and person to give the hot water and honey. I only ask for two things, hot water and honey. That's it. That's all I ask for, I'm not asking for flowers and a carpet and sun that goes this way and the scent of the I, gardenias, even though I love gardenias. I don't ask for any of it. It's hot water and honey. And one time I asked for a pot of hot water and honey. Literally, I have a picture of a mama's grandma's pot, like a pot that you stir up. Oh, baby. <laughs> you made grits in. Somebody gave me a pot of hot I was like, really? Damn okay, interns. Y'all, y'all are ghetto. Um, there was a time where I had a bruised vocal cord uh, when I was singing and I was just, I think I was just tired and emotionally tired. It was one of the marriages of the people I married. And then it was other lifetimes. And so, but now um, I don't wonder if 
if the high girl is going to be there. She's usually there 98% of the time. Mm -hmm. I learned to have fun with her. And I say her because if she doesn't show up, at least Shantae will show up like my regular voice. I'm, if I'm, if I'm singing a show, I'm going to be able to sing love's taken over. It's all right before the high notes and all the other songs can come. Sometimes a high note, if she doesn't show up, I'm like, but you still got me. I'm, I'm still here. Yeah. My friend calls her crystal. Cause she's crystal clear. That's just my friend that calls her crystal. So you, you don't Bobby Brown it. Y'all sing it. No. <laughs> you know, when I do that, let me tell you, let me tell you the truth. When I do that is I once was aware you are, I make them say you are thought men were all the same. But I never gave up hope. I want oh. the crowd to sing ho, 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 Okay. Because that is hard when I go, listen to me. Yeah. That's yeah. the hardest part of the song. That is the one part of that song that makes me that nervous. Run? Listen to me. The whole part. Listen to me, girl. Because you mm. never, when you did it in a studio, you did it two separate times. Yeah. Can I tell you how many times Jimmy and Terry made me sing that song? Oh, wow. Oh, it was Jimmy and Terry. So, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> well, we already oh. know that's about 20 right there. Ma- no, it was days. It was months of days. Wait, that what? They- oh, that just for Shantae's Got a Man, just for that one song? Just for that the part, what part? It was a month, probably about a month, that they were like, Jimmy, <laughs> he was so kind. But so matter of fact about it, he was like, <laughs> All right, so we've uh, done a lot today. Uh, you go rest, and we'll see you. Let me see, five, six, seven, two, two, four. In a week, rest, and we'll see you in a week because we don't have the chat. <laughs> I was like, oh. and you still sure you don't have it, and it's not. It's no, 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 no. Yeah, Why not he just sent cut me back it? home. You can't just cut it and do set two separate. Parts. You have to put. The proof in the pudding. You, you got to okay. warm, warm up your voice. You got to make it, give them what they need to, if they're going to chop something up, they have to have some meat yeah. to chop it up. Um, I, I Thankfully, they didn't just go, oh, never mind. We'll just do, listen to me, girl. You know, they were right. like, no, you got to. And then, and he was Ooh. like, listen, act like Mariah Carey is in the audience. This is the uh, American Music Awards, and you're out there. Mariah's there. Can you, he was like naming folks. I was like, you're making me more nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes people rise to the occasion if they if they see it. Yeah. And I was trying. I will say that probably that's a sign. That's a really great sign of a producer that cares about you. Because I do. I could, you know, in my mind, I think I just said. Mm. I would have told her, look, I'll, I'll go back to one of those takes and try to make it work or, Mm-mm. you know, they, just no. usher you in, usher you out. But the fact that they're willing to go back to, to it. And- Jimmy and Terry. They are the best of the best. Besides George Duke, truly, there are a couple of people I could name on, underneath them. But George Duke and them, for me, was when I learned how to record a song how I learned how to tap into who I am behind the microphone in a booth, imagining what you're going to do live before it came live. Talk about working with George, because um, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a fan of George Duke, but probably the era of him that I really like is 
like a lot of the avant-garde stuff he did with Frank Zappa. Yeah. So kind of when, to a lot of early Duke fans, like when he started making the hits and writing songs that are normal, as opposed to all that avant-garde <laughs> stuff he was doing. And, you know, we kind of, we acknowledged it and we were proud that he was like, you know, getting getting paid for his hard work. But for a lot of us, for, for me at least, like listening to a lot of Frank Zappa and, you know, it's nothing for George to do these like 11th, you know, diminished chords, you know, in, in five, four meter, you know, like just really crazy avant-garde stuff. So, but I'm also shocked that as crazy as he was, he was also, there was another side to his music where he's very disciplined and whatnot. So what was it like working with him? I am so happy that he was the first producer professionally that I was in the studio with. He had a way of making me feel comfortable with myself. I remember in particular, Rochelle Farrell, he was, he was um, producing her first record at the same time. And he made the mistake of playing Rochelle Farrell's Ooh. record for me. Ooh. I was like, you got to hear all the tricks. Ooh. Oh my God. No, I just heard all the Felix Santo Mato tonight. I was like, oh. Oh, oh God. And she started hitting the yeah. notes that I wasn't comfortable with myself yet doing and hitting and the tricks that she yeah. had gone to school to learn that I was only in my bedroom in there with my family going, shut up. Before that, I didn't know that that you could use them like that. I was like, oh, oh wait, she's doing tricks. And George said something that that really resonates today. He was like, listen, there Rochelle Farrell has her gift and it is her gift. Your gift is your gift. You all are two different people and you have different strengths. Be you. Just be you. There are things that she doesn't have that you have. There are things that you have that she doesn't have. So it's it's not a comparison. It's about having a smorgasbord of, of music that comes out and you be you is the most important part of that. And he was like, if you don't tell them, they won't know. If you don't make it happen in the studio, it's not going to translate to the world and his ability to be that teddy bear to me in the studio is why I was able to relax and actually sing precious and loves taking over and all of the music that I made that first record and second record as well. Um, he just had a kindness about him that was tangible. It was tangible everywhere he went. There is a uh, producer you worked with, uh, Vassal Benford, who did yeah. uh, It's All Right. He also did Don't Walk Away uh, from Jay. Which is one yes, of my he did. Songs. What was uh, he like? Because we haven't really had people on the show that worked with him. What was he like in the studio and collaborated with him? You know, Vassal and Lul were super close friends. Okay. So, because this is Questlove, I'm going to tell you something that I've never said before out loud to Let's anybody go. else. Deep dive, go ahead. If you listen to that song, I hope she don't come after nobody. But that song what? is, even <laughs> when I cry, I can't let go. Let go. Uh-huh. If you hear that song, that's what it sounds like. Are you talking so, about it's all right? It's all right. Okay, gotcha. If all you right. listen to it, mm-hmm. musically, very, very close to, because Lul said, I want to can't let go for Shantae. Mm. 
At that time, mm. I wasn't big on listening to the radio and doing all that because I was so busy being in my little world and my little narrow world of creating music. So I'm glad I didn't know Mariah like that yet. But she was rising. I knew uh, Vision of Love because that was that hit everybody. And we all fell down with like, oh, my God, who is this woman? Um, but I didn't know Can't Let Go that well. So when the music came on, I didn't try to redo a Mariah Carey song, which is really good. Um, but I wrote a song from my soul. Uh, but that's what that musically came from. And Vassal is uh, funny and creative. And Lul and him both were just goofballs. And I think that's really part of why I like Lul and I like Vassal as well. And I like Steven as well, because we are just goofballs. I really am okay with the goofy side of myself. And anybody who knows me longer than like 10 minutes knows I'm a goofball. So, All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. For our listeners out there that don't know, the, the Rodney Jerkins, if I gave love, uh, <laughs> story... With J Lo, well, yeah. Well, okay. Um, so I did a song with Rodney Jerkins called "If I Gave Love." Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I gave love, so we did the song, loved it. Rodney did warn me, "Don't mess around. Put this song out first. Well, considering I'm an artist, I am not 
in charge of what song comes first what at that point. Yeah. I don't decide that. When they heard Shantae's Got a Man, they're like, oh, Shantae's Got a Man, Gotta Come First. We're coming back with a song that is unlike you, up-tempo, different kind of feeling. We'll come with that. That's the one, two punch. Before I got to the two, um, J-Lo had come out with, if what's that song? If you had my, if you had my love. You had my love. Yeah. And I gave same, song. same song, same song, same song. <laughs> Same hey time. man, they I hear they play a little dirty over there at Sony's, but you know. Did that has this happened to you multiple times, Oshana? No, just that one time. Just that one one good time is all it takes. Just that one not, good time. Oh, because I remember special too. So I, I never knew if special was the same thing. Special is different than precious. Special was Rodney uh, was um Rafael Sadiq. So there wasn't anything that was he didn't give that song away. Um, so but what's interesting and beautiful about the song If I Gave Love was it hurt my heart. That was the first thing that wasn't special and interesting, but mm-hmm. it hurt my heart when it came out. And I was like, you just would have told me. And that's one of the only regrets. I have like two or three that I feel in the industry that I've like mistakes, like things that I feel like, dang, I wish I would have been more bold or fought for it or whatever. I kind of was like, when she came out, she had such a machine behind her uh, being JLo um, with Benny and the just all of the right the machine she had behind her and i felt like i couldn't compete with that so i backed up instead of i wish i would have just been like like it took (laughs) took myself on there and just been like you know what either way it's going to be publicity for my song because it's really the same song and puff daddy came in the studio and told rodney that he wanted that song and and rodney said that's chante's song and he said no I want that song. So Rodney's good at recreating songs of himself. Like if you listen to some of his own songs, he's recreated himself. This could have been a Usher Yeah versus uh, what's old boy? Get low. This like eight songs. The rapper boy. No, it's the same song as. You don't know the, uh, the rap. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Freakly. 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 Oh, yes. Freakly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could yeah. have been that. All right. It so, wait. wait I, I got to go back to your beginnings. You're from the Bay Area. You're singing. As far as I know, there's literally no way that you can do anything without having to pass the 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 kind of stratosphere of, of, of Jay King. <laughs> if you're in the Bay Area in the 80s and 90s, I, I think I think it's literally impossible. So, did you have anything to do with that organization at the time? Like, at the time when Jay King is, you know, working with Tommy and Denny, and by I guess degrees Tony, 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 and Club Nouveau and Timex Social Club and all that stuff. I was sent by Benny Medina to Sacramento to work with Jay King. Um, he was to produce part of my record. He wasn't a producer so much as he was a songwriter. But Mm -hmm. in that time period is when I met Brian Morgan. (laughs) And that's when he wrote Week About Me, which we didn't date, but he had a crush. Tell the story. (laughs) I want to know, I want to hear your, I want to hear your perspective of Week (laughs) <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so 
to tell the full story, which is interesting, Brian and I spoke last week. And I told and I reminded him of this story that he had forgotten, actually, mm-hmm. is I was dating someone. And he said, and you and that guy sound like this. And he'd be like, duh, 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 the circus tune. So he played that. He said, but when you're by yourself, this is what you sound like. And he said, that's how it happened. He said, that's what you feel like without that's him. That's some smooth shit. That is some smooth cool. that. Like, okay. Yeah, so and I was like, how was it presented to you? Was it like his voice on a demo or, hey, I wrote something for you? Or like, explain. Uh, he wrote the song and sang all the parts because he has a beautiful voice. He was in a group called Cachet de Bois. It mm. was he and a girl named Rochella. And they were supposed to come out as a duet and... Uh, actually, J. King dropped them soon. Soon I got dropped from uh, from Warner Brothers, but they were dropped first. <laughs> but it was really like the catalyst to press for more. But anyway, so uh, Brian can sing great, which is why he's on um, their album. Uh, mm-hmm. But he played the song and I remembered that moment because it was like, that's what I feel like. I, I can be a whole nother person other than the circus that I'm going through right now. <laughs> I was like, my life does feel like a circus. I'm you right. Um, but the calmness of those chords and then hearing him sing. But he had a song called uh, Wrong. Just like five and five don't make nine. You're wrong. <laughs> that was a song. You have to get okay. Brian Morgan to play that for you because that's funny. But just like five and five don't make nine. He had a song called Wrong. Okay. But yeah, he had great music and but those times, those are those are times to learn from. Those are times to draw and you figure out that's when the wheat is sifted and the fine stuff comes out from underneath. Um, I feel like those times happened to make me who I am right now. So it wasn't like weirdness, like, wait, this song's about me or any of those things like I mean- No, I mean I I knew he liked me because guys flirt. And right. they act like, you know, you know how fine you are, girl. And right. they do stuff like that. Uh-huh. He wasn't like, girl, you know, you want me. Come on, girl. It wasn't like that. It was more right. of Probably a, creepy. he didn't know. It wasn't, and it wasn't the first time somebody wrote a song or the last time somebody wrote a song. <gasps> well, I don't know. I don't know if it was the last time or not. I'm not really sure. But what I know was that the song was beautiful. Was. And I didn't feel is. a creepiness about him. But, okay, so what I'm asking is, all right, it's 92, and now every seven songs on R&B radio <laughs> is playing this intro. At any yeah. point, are you like, you know the song's about me, right? No, you know why I didn't? Because we didn't have a relationship. Like, we weren't dating. It wasn't like, that's my boo, hey. It'd be different but if he that, was. But, still but like, even more so, you're a muse. Like, even more so. He don't even, he don't even know no. You know I didn't what I'm even saying? it's the inspiration. You you might be right. Um, I didn't take it like that until oh, okay. uh until recently when people are like, oh my God, you inspired that song. And I honestly, and that's what this whole time of my life is, I think, about is me embracing myself. I don't, I don't know if you if I can explain it right, but it is about me 
becoming or understanding my value as an entertainer. It's taken 30 years to get there for me to really feel like I'm, so, I am somebody. You're worthy. You're worthy. <laughs> you can say it. What's your Not sign? Even worthy. I'm Aquarius. That's Aquarius. right. That's us. That's what we do. Is that it? January 20th. February 17th. January 20th. Oh my gosh. Well, him too. You but, think that's uh, it? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was because I was the youngest and that I just no, didn't. I felt lost. I think in the last five years, all of us are coming to a place where we're we're truly seeing ourselves now, and you're no exception. Like it's bananas. That's my like, first love's boy birthday. I love that. It's, it's <sighs> Michael Jordan too. Is your first love Michael Jordan? No, no, because he don't love me. Mm, let me. Mm. He can love me. He can I just wanted to ask, you know, it's funny we're talking about all your singing, but people don't really talk about your songwriting, ma'am. And I'm interested about that and interested to when it it was, did, was it instant that you were writing your songs? Did it, was it gradual? Like You know, I, my, my journal started when I was 12. My mom, brother, and sister gave me uh, a diary for my birthday when I turned 13. And I just began writing. Those writings began to be poetry. That poetry became music eventually. And I've written, I think, I've had maybe eight, nine singles, maybe 10 singles. I've written probably eight of those 10 singles. Oh, right. I wrote It's All Right, Love's Taken Over, and Old School Love, and I've co-written. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, nobody I, could write Shantae's Got a Man, but Shantae. Well, with Jimmy or, and Terry, you can. Because okay. they're really good at pulling and, and helping to navigate and to cultivate who you are as an artist. I think that's what makes them so good at production because just like the Janet Jackson story, how she didn't know she was writing songs, but she was just talking mm -hmm. about herself and mm -hmm. saying, you know, my dad is, you know, he's controlling and my mother, you know, does that. But then, and then they go, okay, so... So control, what, what? Right. you know, and you lose your mind because they're listening to everything. And I just saw Jimmy literally night before last and was complimenting how kind he is and how people were saying, oh, they told him that he wasn't going to be able to get this Michael Jackson clearance. And he said, and then I met Michael and Michael was like, I heard about your kindness. Jimmy Jam was saying Michael Jackson heard about his kindness. And then he was like, Yes, yes, you can have the sample to that song because of his kindness. And it really is something that if you meet, well, you all know Jimmy, he's amazing. He and he, he you make he makes you almost forget that he's freaking Jimmy Jam. <laughs> and you're like, Jimmy, Jimmy, you're like, no, you you're back on Jimmy Jam. I lose my mind and I turn into a fan every time I'm around them. And um, they actually co-wrote the song I wrote, I walked down the aisle to Steven my husband i wrote i co-wrote that song with jimmy jam and terry lewis and it was a secret it was the only time i've ever lied to my husband i told him i was with a friend one of my girlfriends and i wasn't and i was like you all can't <laughs> tell him i'm with you tonight because he no they were like J terry was like just you're just in the studio i was like there's no reason i'd be in the studio before our wedding unless right. i'm writing the wedding song so he didn't I know, know he appreciated that. What Only Steve, I know he was to it. blown. Yeah. <laughs> he thought it was an old song that he had forgotten. 
Oh, he wow. didn't know. He didn't know because Jimmy made sure he put the refrains in that sounded for some D's, Janet, mm-hmm. uh, SOS band. You know, he put all that in there. So right. it sounded familiar, but familiar. it it wasn't an old song. It was a new one. So it's coming out soon. I am literally the squeaky wheel that keeps going. And squeak, 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 squeak. we need to get the song out like immediately. So it's it. It's a beautiful song. At what point did he realize, like, oh, wait a minute. It's a bespoke song. Like, this is custom made for Honestly, sadly, after the wedding. I wanted to play that song again to slow dance with him on one of our first songs. He had a first song to dance to, and I was supposed to pick the second song for us to dance to. And he's going to hate that I'm saying this out loud. But he was like, no, 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 that one song was good. Let's just, let's just in the, let's just let the rest of the thing. I was like, okay. So I was a little little bit hurt because I didn't know that he didn't get it, that it was a fresh new song written just for him. Right. He just knew it was a Shantae song and I was singing it. And he was like, I was so busy looking at you that I wasn't listening oh, as damn. much. No, he's he's a nice comeback. Steven. He tried to flip it. Yeah, no, right? yeah. No, that was before. <laughs> but did y'all slow dance to it in the living room finally? And he listened. And y'all was oh, alone. Girl, listen, you don't even want. I can't even say. Okay, that's fine. I got it. I got imagination. He's a wonderful person. He really is that. He is all of that. Wait, why did you say that? Like Miss Piggy from Muppet Babies. Oops, I need to enunciate all of it. Imagination. <laughs> Shantae, I had a question about a um, particular uh, song you did. Um, it's nice. All right. I'm sorry. Satisfy You, uh, the duet with Damien Hall. My only wishes. Yeah. Yes. The original version, um, you know, Brian Loren version, it has Michael, Jack, he's singing the backs on it. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah. There's a version. The original version is Brian singing lead and, and Mike is doing the hook. Uh, do you remember anything about that session or recording that? That's crazy. Oh. No, I I. It sounds familiar now that you say that, but I don't remember that happening. Um, but I, I understand why it didn't happen that way, that they would have Michael on it. So I get that part. But I do remember there being a big push on Damien and that song. And I didn't, oh, can I say that I didn't get why the song was so special? Really? Mm. I didn't get it. I love it. I think it's a pretty song. But I didn't understand it to be that. Yeah, That's so I didn't get it. So there you go. Oh, um, man. Well, you sound great. I love well, it. thank you. I, I love singing background. It's one of my very, very favorite things. It's what I love to do. And I tell people all the time, you need background? Call me. Come like on. When I was going to quit the business. I was like, I could sing for Janet Ooh. and... Um, Katie Lang. Favorite background session. Come on. Oh, my it. own. Shoot. Um, all of them. Every single song, I love harmonizing with myself. I love yourself blending and and there's a there's a first tone and then there's a second one that makes it ring true that it's exact. And then there's a softer tone I use and then I figure out what frequency is missing. So I do the third tone and then the fourth one is the bass. The uh, and it's all the same note. But it's just an approach to the note, whether it be my only wishes and then my only wishes, my only wishes. 
You know what I mean? And so then, softer uh, tone, and so you stack whatever but. it is that it is that that it does this because that's what background should do is support. They should all connect like weaving, like together. Never do this, but I'm like y'all, Fonte, y'all should do something together. I don't know why I see that in my head, in my <laughs> mind. It's like something. I don't nah, know. No, you know, she's no. I love, I love your background. Um, they always sound like really lush and warm and full. And um, nah, like, straight up. Thank you. Well, let's do that. <laughs> let's not let that pass. Hey, I got you. Okay, so you talked about your influences as far as like uh, singers you grew up idolizing, but um, are there any contemporaries that you really respect? Uh, their game as far as like their because it's weird I think vocalists listen to music like as a musician I listen for other elements and I would probably say that I'm you know com committing the ultimate sin that it's almost like the vocalist is the the condiment on the on the burger like I'm so busy listening to all the musical elements yeah but I know that singers there's some songwriters that just listen to the words and whatnot and how things are phrased and then singers listen to tone. So who, who of your contemporaries do you respect? Oh, there's uh, like people came out in my time or people who are out now. For me, that's like an on the spot question. Like where rappers okay. do you like right now? And you're like, Oh God. Uh, okay. So, you know, whatever. But can you see that? I wrote stuff down yes, you got because I am over 35. And I know people ask <laughs> Just me this question. Lie, you're 34. Okay, and a half. Um, but what I love, the first person that came to mind was Shaka. Um, because the first time I heard her, uh, I was at my church picnic and I was walking through somebody else's camp. And here comes a train coming to Hollywood. I'm going to Hollywood. I was like, what? Who? And I literally sat down on somebody else's blanket, mm -hmm. which we're not allowed to do really. But I was like, if I leave this camp, I'm never going to hear the rest of this song. So I sat down and I heard the harmonies that I dreamed of. Mm -hmm. So Shaka was the first influence from the outside world that I, I was like, oh my God, wait, I have to know who that person is. And eventually I figured out who that is. Um, I love Bruno Mars because of his showmanship and his... Uh, ability to sing live and, and the way he, it's a complete show. I love him and Anderson Pack, the way they have combined forces and brought different worlds together inside of his show and how they've honored each other's talent with one another's talent. Mariah Carey, I don't know. I mean, I get why people, com why people compare us, but I love Mariah. I love the way her head voice. And that's the thing. I've never had vocal training, but I want vocal training. And I'm saying it out loud, Stevie Mackey, that I want vocal training because there's a part of my voice that I absolutely want to train to be able to reach like just that Mariah Carey thing. And there's a lot of ranges she sings in, in her full, it's called head voice that she has that I, I really, I want to master. Sometimes Is I, that when her I want breathy voice? As of lately, she's been like, and that's a new voice that I'm not used to. So, no, it's the one when she says uh, the friendship song. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Ooh, when you're lonely, need a friend. Yes, you need a friend. When she says, "I will," when she's way up there, because I'm probably not in that key. But when she sings that, I when will. she go gospel, when she go, she go her gospel. Oh my God. Okay. That's that's the that's the place 
I need to train. Like I am so okay with learning more about my voice than I know already. It's been 30 years, but I still know there's better. There's more. I'm better that now than I was in 1992. I had a very small, very airy voice when I first came out. And it has like, you know, sometimes people's voice, they get lower and deeper and they sound like a man or something like that. But my voice was so high <laughs> and so airy that now it's deepened and it's, it's more rich than it ever mm -hmm. has been. And I've learned how to do more with it than I knew how to do before. So I'm really grateful to be an older person with this voice and with the knowledge that I have of myself. So Mariah, I love her. Joja Cat, nothing to do with me. Different <laughs> kind of song. But I love her. I love Giveon. I love uh, India Sean. Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love her yeah. as a person yeah. and as a musician. Don't play with um, my heart. I love her. What'd you say? Um, Don't play with my heart. Don't play with my heart. One of her joints. That's the jam. There's a new one. She has, I don't forgot what it's called, but it's sexy. Dang, I forgot what it was called. But get her a new record. Um, Robert Glasper. I want to work with him. I've seen him a couple of times. I love uh -oh. him. That shit, yeah. Robert! Yeah. Robert. Um, Robert's love easy. Shade. Right? Um, it, 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 well, you know what's funny? It would be easy, except I don't meet people until recently. Like, there's a lot of people that Stephen says, oh, oh, they would love to work with you. Yeah. I just don't know it because I've been at home. So I don't know. You never had singing talk with Mariah? You and Mariah never talk voice stuff? You... I've only seen Mariah in passing where I've hugged her and said, oh my God, I'm such a fan. And she was like, I love you too. Mwah, mwah. And then we've walked past each other. Yeah. We've not been in a place where we're like sitting and hey, hey, you know, that's never, it, it, it's never happened. We should make that happen. I love her. Like, I truly love Amir. her. Like, people talk about her. They'll be like saying, she, and I'm like, ah, ah, ah. All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. So you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You mentioned Steve Mackey, I believe. Steve Mackey, yes. So is he the new Seth Riggs? Like, is he now the go-to trainer guy? Well, if you know the story as well, um, I don't think I've ever said this out loud to people. Okay, so I'm saying it out loud. I went to Seth Riggs before my record came out, and he literally turned me down. Wow. Yikes. He said, no, you'll never. And he actually said, you'll never do the Mariah Carey notes. And I was like, oh. Wow. All right. He literally, he was like, go to someone else. So I'm sure you can get training. Wait, is there a history of people just saying like, no, no so me? matter of fact to you, then you're just like, okay, whatever. I am, to me, one of the words other than love, because I am a lover at heart. I am resilient. If I was a cusser, I would say resilient as F, but I'm not a really cuss, so I don't say that. Damn. But I am extremely resilient. I may fall on my face and skin all this up like bloody, but I'm getting back up. That's just part of my nature is to just like, oh, really? Let's see if that's true and do it. Oh, it's just the way. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was about to say, like, I've had some pretty harsh nose. <laughs> yeah. I was, well, okay. Speaking of which, like, we're skipping, but I got it. I have to figure out the, the whole Warner Brothers situation <laughs> and how that fell apart. Well, you know, I turned the record in and Benny was like, you are more interesting than your record is. But isn't he also like, I think it's his job to make sure that you choose the right material. And I don't like think A&R? he had the time or inclination to do that. What else was going on at the same time? Prince, Sign of the Times. Okay. Uh, right. Um, Karen White. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll okay. be sure. Okay. I wasn't quite there, and I'm okay with that. And I think maybe that's from my history as in the Moore family. I'm not sure, but I can handle no. I can't handle never, but I can handle no. Not mm. right now. Because it's been person than I am. 30 years. <laughs> of, no, but it's been... It's 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 miraculous and wonderful at the same time. And I've given up a couple of times and then gone, okay, so so seriously, what are you gonna do instead of singing? I'm sorry, Shantae. What is yeah, it? Yeah, what were you? you gonna do? What were you gonna do? I was gonna go to some um Beverly Hills hotel or something and get a every night gig or something. It was just gonna be singing. Oh, you was always gonna be a singer from the jump. There was nothing. Or voiceovers. I thought before I was gonna be a model, but I only grew to five four, so that was over. I don't know. I don't know. Guess who I saw today? I cannot remember what project that was for. And literally, like, one of my favorite Nancy Wilson songs. But, like, I would have never thought Shantae Moore. What's crazy? I was on Warner Brothers when I first heard that song. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, 
when I was 19, 20, when I first heard that song in Warner Brothers, as a matter of fact, um, I thought one day I'm going to sing that song. And then when More Is More came along and they were asking for me to do a more of a jazz album, I went to George Duke and asked him if he would produce it. And <laughs> Nancy herself heard the song <laughs> and actually gave me the head nod on it. And um, wow. that was one of my favorite things. And I was actually able to sing that song to her at a tribute to her one day. But yeah, yeah, that was pretty awesome. I wanted to ask about uh, Ken Light and you with Keith Washington. Were y'all in the studio together when y'all did that? Or was that, you know? We were together, as we sang it, Lainey Stewart and Tony Haynes and I wrote that song. And uh, Kissing You had already come out and Lul loved Keith Washington and me. He thought we'd be the new Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye. And <laughs> we all did. Huh? We, <laughs> we asked him to sing it and thankfully he came and did. And we... It just it just fit. He has a very masculine voice and I have a very girly kind of sound and it just made sense. And yeah, that was it was um in Chicago with Lainey Stewart and Tony Haynes. Yeah. Were there two Keith Washington songs or just one? I Love You was the second one we yeah, did that's what I thought, on man. another record. But um Shawnee Wilson wrote that song with somebody. But yeah, that was oh, the other song really? we did. Really? Mm-hmm. Of all the, the producers you worked with, who would you say is your top five in terms of like nurturing, really caring about the product? First in mind, of course, is George Duke. Second, mm-hmm. only because of timing, because I didn't meet Jimmy and Terry until my third album. It was the... Mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Cop 3. Yeah, that's it. Um, I was like, wait, it was the third one. Um, That was when I first met them and we did Mood together. Um, So I didn't, I didn't really know all of all of who they were. And as I met them and as I heard more songs, I love that part of it is that it's an unfolding as I meet, as I met the producers, I I started going, oh my God, that was you. That was Esselbeck. That was you. Oh my God, that was Mm -hmm. Janet. Oh my God, some stuff I didn't know. And it was like, it was like a waterfall deluge of information happening so quickly. Um, but I, I, they're the top two. I'm trying to think of who, um, gosh, who pushed me like crazy? I love Simon Law, who did Love's Taken Over with me. And we did songs on the second album. Um, actually, Ronnie Jackson who did a lot of, who did produce all of the songs on this independent album I did um, called Rise of the Phoenix. He's one of my favorite producer writers. Um, I just, I I think each, each writer and producer has their own unique lane. And I think that's part of being a chameleon as an artist is to be able to conform and do your best in all circumstances. It's like people who are like, well, I don't sing in the rain or I don't sing when the sun's out or I don't sing when it's a cloudy day and I don't sing when it's, a-. I'm like, I sing different all the places. Let's just sing everywhere. And that's what I think it's about to be an, a person who lasts through time is being able to morph and, and be able or to adjust. continue to grow, adjust, grow. Now, Garnet, you haven't arrived. You haven't well, arrived I, yet. I don't feel like I've arrived. I, I say that 
I say that to singers who still give me the whole air conditioned thing, but yeah. no, okay. let me say that. I'll believe loud. it when I hear it. No, 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 no. That no. shit is real, dog. Like that shit. It is I real. I know, I know, I know. No, I, if you turn on the air conditioner, if I start a show and I feel the air conditioner after I started sweating, five minutes. Your throat's going to close. Five minutes. Oh, it's the freon. Wow. It's the freon in the air. It isn't the. Uh, I'm gonna be a diva. If you want me to finish the show, turn off the air. I want to sing. For hours, I sing as long as you want me to. Sweaty as hell. I sing an hour if you want me to, but if the air comes on, you got about three minutes before she's gone, and I can't help it. Damn. Okay. It's the Freon. I don't know how people sing under fans. Period. Besides saying Luke, I am your father. No. Luke, I am your father. Oh man, this is the. These are the most jokes, I've, the worst jokes I've ever told on any given yeah, episode. I want to ask, are you, so reportedly you're on the, you're an uncredited guest on Jay-Z's Girls, Girls, Girls remix. Is that true or not? The the one with Mike Michael Jackson on it? Am um, I? Somebody need to pay me. I don't know. Am I? I don't even know. She probably sang some shit in a session. You don't know I, where it landed. Don't you, know even know. Yeah. you know what? Maybe so. It could be. Somebody asked Steven. <laughs> oh, God. He might know better than I. You know what's funny is that if I am, I'm happy to be. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. P.S. The song I was talking about, Special, you're right. You had it first, but then Sarah Devine did it next, and it was dope. Oh, I ain't even know. I know. I know. Go Sarah Devine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ain't no show. Well, Raphael Sadiq wrote it anyway, so, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. He did it. It wasn't me. It was him. I got to ask this question. Mm. Go ahead and ask. Go ahead. So, <laughs> when you're getting the treatment, Mm -mm. for the contagious video okay yeah yes let's go let's go did you even realize like i'm almost certain there was a, a point in your life where you were only referred to by a certain generation as just like oh that's mr biggs's wife <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and I'm certain for a generation that the Isley Brothers were the two guys that sang Contagious and nothing else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, that's funny. Yeah. And and plus, it was a period, it was a period in the late 90s in which, like, these gazillion dollar videos were getting made left and right, these epic budgets and whatnot. Yeah. What was yeah. that entire process like? Like, who's selling you on the concept and everything? Well, first thing is, when you talked about being in the same place at the same time singing. Right. R. Kelly, Ron Isley, and I were never in the same place singing anything. That's the oh, first wow. thing. Okay. R. Kelly is a musical genius. He's a lot of other things, but he is a musical genius. Um, and so he called and was like, listen, so I want you to sing Frank. <laughs> He piecemealed it. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to go, uh, uh, and then you uh -huh. go, no, no. He goes, but you give me some drama. No, 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 no. So yeah. I'm singing it, but I'm doing it in a studio by myself here in LA. He's in Chicago. I don't know where Ron Isley was. And then when we got the, when I got the treatment for the video. Are what had happened was. Are you in the video? Yes, she is. Yes, very much yeah. so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I am. I am in the bed in the video. That's right. Yes. That's right. Okay. I am in the, bed okay. in the video. Okay. <laughs> What's interesting about that is oh, that Robert that was 
Ro- yeah, no. Robert was very uh, specific about that we had to be caught in the act. So right. he was like, we need to practice the kissing part. I was like, no, no, we don't need to practice the kissing. We don't need to practice it. So he wanted to practice all the parts that we were going to do. And I was like, no, we're, I'm sure we'll kiss just fine. Whenever it happens, it'll be fine. And yeah. So many bad so, jokes I got. I just, oh, I know God. it's okay. Oh, I got them. They just, yeah, but even, I know. But even then, no, well, I meant more or less at the, the height of the success and the sort of the, the, just the, the fast pace of, of it just becoming beyond just like a, a hit song or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm certain by that point, they were like, we got to do more. We got to do more. Like, I don't think they, well, they didn't come for more. They didn't ask me to do other songs. Right. Okay. Um, it was a phenomenon for sure. But I think the Isley Brothers ran with the Mr. Big more than it ran with who was the girl who was Mr. Big's girl. Um, yeah. And then yeah. once R. Kelly got in trouble, it was like, over. I'm not even I'm not even singing that song and that piece in my show because I used to be like uh dum, 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 and then it would be <laughs> what the <laughs> heck is going on and so it was really fun to bring that into my show because it was so different they were like oh my god like, people forget really right get that that was me because it didn't necessarily say Shantae Moore on it it was just like oh Mr. Big and Arkell wait you have to read the small print to see that it was me. So, Steve just hit me and said, "You got to ask her about tell the story of the 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 Soul Train Awards performance this year." Yeah! Wow. To- um, oh. <laughs> you got a lot yeah. of love. People was happy to see you. It's been the catalyst for so much. After that, that it has blown my mind. I I beforehand, you know. Steven is really, he's a great supporter. He's a, he's good at, that's what yes. he does for a living is put people on, you know, whether it be you being the, uh, the host of a show or on the show or the music or the person singing or the lighter, the lighting guy, whatever it is, he is that guy. But I don't think he had anything to do with that show. People are like, you could, could you married him because he put you on that show. Steven loves me for me. So, but that show happened and I'll have to give props to Jesse Collins and Dion Cole and Dion. Um, shoot, I forgot her last name. Right Dion, now. Oh, she became soon to be Dion Collins. Am I allowed to say that? That I, I believe it's, I believe it is common knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. They put it on Instagram. Um, yeah. Yes, they did. Okay. Um, so they asked me to do the show and I, and I really, I was like, Oh, that's so, that's so cool. Who am I tributing? And they were like, you. <laughs> oh, you poor little right. Gerald Levert. No. I <laughs> thought I was gonna be singing for some singing somebody else's song. I'm like, oh. doing to me? Doing what are we doing? And I wasn't saying that to Joe. I'm like, I'm so humble. I just had no idea. And so they they were like, um, you. And I was like, holy macaroni. So <laughs> I'm still the girl who gets nervous before the shows. I'm still the person who has butterflies until I land on stage and then I let them go on the audience. So um, I wanted to give a show a uh, performance that showed all the different sides of who I am and um, 
it was wonderful to be able to dance a little bit, sit and be calm a little bit, and then sing Shantae's Got a Man a little bit. And it was scary, but Adam Blackstone, oh my God, the band is amazing. They Every band he puts together is amazing, though. He is such a great musician that um, that I, I, I didn't, I just, sometimes some stuff happens and I think it's a good thing that I'm naive to some stuff um, because it makes, even though I'm nervous, it makes me less nervous. When I find out afterward, I'm like, oh shoot, they were watching. Oh my God. Like it becomes something else. But what I will say about that show that very few people know is that between it's all right. And Shantae's got a man the first time I sang it because I sang it twice. <laughs> I was supposed to be helped down the stairs and I was being helped down the stairs as I stepped down the stairs. And that last stair, the guy was supposed to hold my hand and keep my hand until I got on level ground. The gentleman let go what of my happened? hand. Either he let go of my hand or I was like, either way, on that last step, my heel got caught on the last stair and I literally fell to my knees. Uh, and I was like, it felt like 30 seconds between hitting my knees and me understanding that that really, did that just happen? Because that's happened <laughs> to other people. I've never, I've never fallen on stage before. Does anybody, there's TV cameras everywhere. There's an audience of thousands of people. This is going to be on YouTube. Literally, my brain was like going, and I was like, get up. I ain't even get hear up. about that. There are people who were there who couldn't see it because of the way the audience oh, you played was it up. set. I didn't even think about it. I was just like, "Get up and finish," because I'm a I'm I'm a live entertainer. Right. I've done very little TV in the last twenty years. Maybe the first ten years was a lot of stuff, but in the last twenty years, I've I've been on TV a lot, and it's cool. Most of my life, I've been performing live. People go, "Oh, you still sing?" I'm like, "Listen, how do I think you think I'm paying the bills? Mama singing." So anyway. I get up, I sing Shantae's Got a Man because Dion <laughs> knows me. Girlfriend came over, she was like, okay, so baby, do you want to, um, because you're up in my back. Baby, do you want to just sing from from the start or just want to go back from which part? Just tell me the part you want. So she's rubbing my back and I'm like, because I'm happy to be here. I am just happy to be here. You sound like so, an Aquarius guy. Yo, I am so, De I so mean it. Dion's like mom. I, I love Dion. Like, yeah, we actually have to get both of them, both Jesse Collins and I would and love, Dion. yeah, that would be dope. Cause oh my god, that would be great. They run everything. Like, they run okay. the world, girl. They hired me they for the Grammys. They run the Thug world. Okay. They're amazing. Yeah, um, they're, they're awesome. So I got up and I resang. It's all right. And did Shanta's got a man? Which is why they have that particular walking down the stairs. That's why I'm looking at the dude on each step. If you see me go down, watching the dude, because <laughs> I'm like, you ain't dropping my booty. Again, that's why I'm stepping on the steps like I'm stepping on the steps. And that's why I didn't look over at Steven. That's why I went like that. Because I was like, I'm not even looking at you because I was so self-conscious at that point. But I knew, get to the end. Get to the end. Keep singing. That's the whole point is to be resilient. And I think that's what God was trying to tell me in the moment is that no matter how many times you fall down, it doesn't matter. It's that you get back up again. And that's the story of my life is that I may be down, but I'm never counted out. I never count myself out. I am 56 years old, and hey. this is 30 years in this business, Whoa. and oh, I am blessed go. and honored to be right where I am on an uptick. 
The fact that I'm here on your show, the fact that there are things that are coming that I can't even tell you about yet, that I am so beyond blessed and so beyond thrilled to still be here and to feel like I'm prepared for my future and not like going, oh my God, oh my God, I hope I can do it. I'm like sure about it, even though it makes me nervous. I got bats in my stomach rather than butterflies. Um, because it's a whole nother level of wait, what? Of, like nervousness. <laughs> like people go, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, for real. I, people get butterflies. I've even got bats in there. They're like, <laughs> I'm afraid before every show. I don't say afraid. I'm nervous before every show. As soon as I step on the stage and I see each face, you talk about award winning. And I say it all the time and I mean it with all my soul. Every time I step on the stage, each Face, each person in every seat that paid to see this girl sing, this one, they're my Grammys, they're my American Music Awards, they are my honors, they are my whatever you want to call it. I, I have a million Grammys. It's those people that come back and say, hey, you are the reason why I didn't kill myself. I listened to Shantae Scott-Man or Love's Taking Over or It's All Right for my mother when she was dying and it brought her peace. You are the reason why I still am here. Those things, that's the reason why I get back up and I sing over and over and over the same songs over and over again. But I'm putting new music out this year, but that's why I do what I do. I'm just glad you ain't sick of them yet because we we not. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not finished yet. I'm really not finished. I'm really, I'm not done. And I'm happy to still just be here. I really am. I'm so happy for uh, your union to one of my favorite music nerds of all time. You know, <laughs> it, it couldn't have happened to a better person. I regret, I, I know there there was a, a period in which I was sort of on the short list to, to DJ, um, <laughs> to DJ the wedding. And, um, you know, I, 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 I couldn't do it at the time because I, I had a few jobs going. So it's good. Okay, I think D Nice did just fine. I think he did just fine. Nah, yes. we missed your presence there. Both of us respect and nah, love he, you very much. Well. And we're very happy. Both of us respect and love you very much for just that. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know, we're big fans of you on the show and we thank you for coming on and mm -hmm. yeah. talking thank to you. us. Laughing you with these flowers. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. More Steve, than that I clap was on mute. You might want to take it off mute and do it again. Oh, no, I I do like a silent clap because it's on Zoom, so it's like I don't want to like cut people, <laughs> cut the audio. <laughs> All right. Well, on behalf of Silent Steve and uh, I'm Pay Bill, Fontegolo, <laughs> and Lightyear, thank you very much, Shanti, for coming to the show, and thank you guys for listening to uh, Quest Love Supreme, and we will see you next week on the next go round. All right, y'all. See you. Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Finance provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.